Hi and welcome everyone to the 59th episode of our SAP Cloud Platform podcast, which is also the first one in 2020. This is Friederike and I don't think I've ever said this to anyone in March, but Happy New Year because we really did miss out on that one. I'm sorry it took us so long to publish our next episode. These past months have really been a whirlwind, but did bring some exciting innovations. Anyway, I'm hoping you didn't miss us too much and are all staying safe and healthy in the current situation. Manji and I have again created a crossover episode for today, which means I will get you started with what's new on SAP Cloud Platform. And then Manju has a really interesting interview with two PM colleagues who will talk about SAP Cloud Platform Integration Advisor. So let's dive right into it. First update. You can now start your own intelligent RPA journey. We are happy to share that SAP Intelligent RPA free trial is a great success. Hundreds of users and more than 11,000 bot runs only in January. And here's some more good news. SAP Business Application Studio was released to customers and is available on SCP Cloud Foundry, AWS, Azure and AliCloud. For those of you who have not yet heard about our Business Application Studio, let me tell you what the excitement is about. This is the successor of SAP Web IDE and provides a modern development environment that helps you with efficient development of business applications for the intelligent enterprise. It is available as a cloud service and provides desktop-like experience similar to leading IDEs with command line, integrated debugging and optimized code editors. We also offer various tutorials on building your own chatbots for new users of SAP Conversational AI. These feature, for example, learning how to build an enterprise-ready chatbot, which provides information on shipment rates as well as password tracker connected to the UPS API. You can also read our step-by-step tutorial and learn how to build an FAQ chatbot in minutes using the SAP Conversational AI platform. Take your chatbot to the next level of automation by integrating the horizontal coverage principle in your building process. And here's another tutorial we just released in the SAP Learning Hub to help customers onboard onto SAP Cloud Platform integration. The tutorial provides content on SAP Cloud Platform, SAP Cloud Connector, administration of users and roles, creation of SAP Cloud Platform integration content and also includes demos of the creation of smoke test scenarios. You've probably all heard about experience management, which is a trending topic today. For SAP Cloud Platform, that means we can now create the first close the loop integration with Qualtrics and SAP S4 HANA by leveraging the power of the SAP Cloud SDK as part of the SAP Cloud Platform Extension Factory and will run it in the Cloud Foundry environment. So I think that was enough from my side now and I'll hand over to Manju 
who has an interview with two colleagues from the integration product management team. And they'll be talking about SAP Club Platform Integration Wiser. So, thanks you all for listening. Hey guys, how's the new year already treating you? Uh, we are here with our first podcast deep dive and uh, our friends Shilpa and Fini are back with us to share some more insights about one other service in the integration suite on SAP Cloud Platform. And I think today they are going to talk about something called as SAP Cloud Platform Integration Advisor. So let's see what this is about. Hi Shilpa. Hi Fini. Hi Manjunath. Hello Manjunath. Hi, happy new year to you guys. Wish you the same. Wish you all the same. Good. So um, I think we are starting off on a very strong note uh, with integration advisor, a very heavy term. Let's see what this is all about. So um, Shilpa, let's kick off with uh, you telling us about what is the SAP Cloud Platform Integration Advisor and uh, why would somebody use it? How can it help somebody accelerate their integration? Uh, thanks, Manjunath. Uh, let me divide the question into two parts. To answer the first part, SAP Cloud Platform Integration Advisor is a cloud-based intelligent content management system for A2A and B2B scenarios. Coming to the second part, it has following capabilities to accelerate integration. First one, it has crowdsourcing capabilities for business-oriented interfaces and mappings. Second one, it offers proposal service with machine learning approach ready to start your integration projects, your integration journey without deep domain knowledge. Third one, it allows you to generate documents and runtime artifacts automatically. Last but not the least, it also facilitates community collaboration for creating and maintaining integration interfaces and mappings. Let me elaborate on how it accelerates integration. Integration Advisor includes a set of B2B standards, industry standard libraries for example ASC X12, UniDefact, API libraries and other kinds of A2A libraries. Using these libraries you can create interfaces also called as message implementation guidelines for your source and target. And while creating these interfaces, you can leverage the machine learning based proposal service to get the best proposals for different fields in that business context. Having said that, every time an interface or a mapping is defined based on certain business context, this is anonymously stored in a knowledge base. Now this knowledge is then used to provide proposal service next time when someone creates an interface or mapping with a similar business context. Uh, last point to conclude, uh, most important point is uh, that this functionality is unique in the market and protected by various patents held by SAP. I think in the in TechEd as well, in the keynote, we were talking about how SAP is now bringing in these uh, intelligent capabilities into different services. So I think this serves as a prime example right, of how uh, you are building or bringing in some sort of intelligent technology like machine learning into something that I think thousands of people across the world do, which is basically create mappings, right? Yes. And that's very exciting. And I think when you mentioned about the knowledge base, uh, can we equate it to kind of like training a machine learning algorithm? Yes. Okay, great. 
uh, I I will get back to this uh, after some time. Oh, so as um, uh, listeners might know, and as my friends also know, I have some experience with uh, working uh, with the older on-prem process integration topics and the ESR topics that we used to have. And uh, when we used to create mappings, uh, Fini, we had what what are called as these message types yep. as the smallest, yep. the data types and then message yes, types. Exactly. So do we have something similar in integration advisor? And uh, if so, what are the different kinds of things that you support? Yeah. So uh, in integration advisor, we call it as uh, type systems, right? So uh, one of the main pillars of the uh, integration advisor is the library of type systems which is a collection of message templates that are provided by agencies that maintain the B2B and A2A standards. Mm -hmm. And each of the type system is developed and maintained by that agency which owns it. Right? So for example, the type system SAP IDOC is developed and maintained by SAP. Uh, similarly, the type system ACX12 is maintained by ANSI ACX12. Uh, and if I want to, if I, if we want to look at what is the typical type system, it's a library which is uh, comprised of collection of messages, its associated complex types, simple types, and code list. Or in other words, the rules and methodologies for defining the syntax, structure, and naming of message interfaces and data types, along with the library of message interface and data types that are based on these rules. Now, this this was an, um, a definition or or an introduction of what is a type system. Now coming to what are the currently supported and av available type system in the integration advisor. So we support various A to A and B to B um, type systems. So B to B type systems are like ACX12, UNAD fact, UNC fact. We have ISO code lists that are also available. Then for uh, the A to A scenarios, we have SAP IDOC, Ariba, CXML, uh, and SAP S4HANA. So these are some of the type systems that are available. One important thing to note here is that the B2B libraries, ACX12, ISO code list, and UN Edifact has to be purchased separately from the SAP store. These are not included in the license. Uh, the content itself yes. is not included in the IA license. Yes. Is yes. Okay. Um, um, so, uh, the other thing that uh, Shilpa was mentioning during her uh, introduction of the overview to integration advisor was something called as this, uh, what, what was it called, message implementation guidelines. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what are these basically? Are they like interfaces? It's because she mentioned you can equate it to interfaces. Yeah. And how are these then related to these uh, type systems that you yeah. mentioned, which are like message types? Yeah. Exactly. So, once you find the type systems, you can basically create message, message implementation guidelines. So, a message implementation guideline is an interface specification, right? That provides the instructions and constraints for implementing a certain message type interface using a B2B or A2A standard provided by the type system and in a certain business context. And these specifications determine the behavior and use of each B2B standard message type, uh, including the limitations, customization, setting of mandatory fields, occurrences, property definitions uh, for each element, what are the permitted code, code lists and code values, and all these definitions of validation constraints and business rules. The MIC actually, or the message implementation guideline, contains all information for implementing a customized message interface. And SAP Cloud Platform Integration Advisor uses the message in a type system as the starting point to ensure that you do not have to refer any additional documents to implement the interface. Yeah, by providing a MIG, you ensure that all users who are involved in the process of implementing the interface have a clear understanding of the guidelines. The MIG is 
once it is created is used as a source or target for the mapping guideline okay. now also to give you a short introduction of the process of creating a MIG, right? the first thing what you have to do is select the message template and its corresponding version from the type system which whichever is based on your requirement then you provide the details of the of the MIG like the direction whether it's an inbound outbound or you can also use it for both sides of uh, direction and the business context which is very important to get the proposals so business context includes like business process product classification industry geolocation business process role so all these business context when it's once it is defined you can basically create your MIG and once you have created the MIG you can leverage the proposal service which is based on crowdsourcing and machine learning as, as Shilpa mentioned which provides you recommendation on which fields to use by providing you a proposal indicator which is kind of a confidence level uh, on which fields fit into this particular business uh, of this particular business context that you have defined. Now, this way you can create your interface or make faster and much more efficiently than ever. Uh, so I I like the term that you're using. Make it's a it's a it's a nice uh, acronym for this uh, the three-letter acronym. Uh, but uh, Shilpa, so uh, we now understand that there are uh, what are called as type systems and there are what are called as message implementation guidelines, which can be the starting point of creating your mappings. Uh, but what is the role of the integration advisor itself and all of this machine learning that we're talking about? Uh, uh, we now know that there is a proposal service that can be used for creating mix, but can it also help in like creating mappings, for example? Yeah, so uh, let me give you the uh, first introduction about what is this mapping and I will use the acronym also for this, which is MAC, which you really liked it. So Mag. we have a okay. three-letter acronym <laughs> for uh, mapping guidelines. So, so integration advisor, it enables you to create mapping guidelines, uh, which are called as MAC, mm -hmm. which is a detailed specification of a mapping from your source MIG to your target MIG, okay. which uh, Finney has already explained in the previous question, right? And here also, while you are defining your MAG, you can leverage the machine learning based proposal service to get the best mapping proposals to map different fields of the interfaces in that given business context. And after mapping the interfaces, you can export the runtime artifacts which are required for pre and post processing, conversions, validations and mapping from source to target. So this is what uh, integration advisors offers you. Okay. And uh, as with all machine learning kind of capabilities, integration advisor will also become more confident as and when the yeah. knowledge base yes. grows. Right? Yes. That's the expectation. Great. Uh, let me also start using these terms then. So the MIGs and the MAGs, it's like ammunitions in war. So are these MIGs and MAGs, uh, I mean, uh, is this only usable within the context of integration advisor or can they be used in... Uh, uh, say CPI or uh, other integrations uh, uh, services as well. Yeah, Majunath. So, of course, integration advisor, it has uh, tight integration, uh, the connection uh, to SAP's integration and orchestration portfolio, like how we have other services uh, in cloud platform integration suite, like CPI, which is cloud platform integration, has tight integration with API management, API management works closely with Business Hub, and so on. So the interfaces and mappings created in IA can also be downloaded and used in SAP Cloud Platform Integration, CPI. Also, there is a feature where CPI can get uh, content via automatic push service. Mm -hmm. 
So this IE content is also supported in SAP PO, which is our on-premise oh. offering, uh, in hybrid runtime environment, starting with version 7.5, and Java-based runtime, starting with version 7.3. And going forward, uh, we also have a roadmap where IA will be used or have a tight integration with AIF, application interface programming, and also with SAP API Business Hub. Good. Uh, it's great to know that uh, finally, because it's a suite of products, yes. everything that you introduce should start seamlessly working with everything else. That's the expectation. It's great to know that we have that on the roadmap. Uh, so, Fini, um, I know that um, uh, machine learning is something that's very, uh, what do you say, it's very jazzy. It's, uh, it's looked at as something that's wow. And then we are now trying to bring this into a day-to-day -day life of uh, an integration developer, for example, via the integration advisor. But what are these kind of typical use cases or scenarios where you feel that our customers would be able to use something like integration advisor? Yeah. Uh, so integration advisor, uh, if you look at it, uh, it basically fits into the uh, the space where we do not have any automated software or automated tools as of now. So if you look at any integration implementation, right, so it is very com complicated and com costly uh, for both SAP and its customer because of many manual steps that are involved in building the integration content and integration implementation. So if I want to give you an overview of a typical integration implementation, uh, we have the first step, first phase where you have to get the business requirements, uh, finding the business context. The second phase would be uh, doing the interface specification where you basically find out what are the interfaces that you want to use in this particular implementation. Then the mapping specification for whatever interfaces you have defined, now you want to map these fields and say that, okay, this is my mapping. So this these three phases is where you have a lot of manual efforts, right? You need documents, you need Excel sheets to do that. And if you are basically having an integration with a partner, you have to also share these documents with them right. to do this implementation. And once you have these interfaces and mappings defined, then you can use any of the middleware technology, whether it is CPI or PIPO, to implement your implementation of integration. Right, so integration advisor fits into this space of uh, interface specification and mapping specification, and, uh, and automate that, and uh, tries to provide you with uh, machine learning based capabilities and proposal service to f efficiently increase your uh, or give you a faster uh, time to value. Right, so if I take an example, an IDOC purchase order uh, has around 720 data elements, 60 code list, uh, with around 4,000 to the 5,000 code values. Yeah, and if uh, a person who does not understand these uh, fields, it is very difficult for him to understand which field maps to which uh, field of my purchase order, right? So, machine, uh, your integration advisor gives you that context. So every field uh, in your type system and in your MIG is documented and has these information available, and. To come to uh, the benefits, right? So, by using machine learning, integration advisor can accelerate every interface implementation, learn continuously, and, and reduce the efforts by 60% or more. Yeah. So, this is the the study that we have done to find out that if you use integration advisor, you can reduce your effort by 60% or more. Yeah. In addition, in addition, an integration advisor provides complete data dictionary for integration and automatic generation of documentation and runtime artifacts. So you can also export that and then pass it on to your partners. Ah, okay, uh, that's that's good to know. I think um, now we are. Uh, I mean, we we are truly now talking about an intelligent technology getting into uh, 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 the platform service and our 
definition of an intelligent business process, business technology platform is what is now being realized by having such services in our suite. Um, um, can you guys comment anything about uh, uh, how somebody can purchase this? Yeah, so as of now, Integration Advisor comes along with the Enterprise Edition of Cloud Platform Integration. Okay. So if you have Cloud Platform Integration's Enterprise Edition, you get it. Uh, and now we also have the other uh, licensing model, the CPEA. Right. So with that also, you can get the Integration Advisor. Oh, great. Thanks for that. Uh, I think that's served as a very good introduction and an overview of what exactly is the Integration Advisor. Uh, what are the building blocks that it encompasses? These uh, things like the type system, the MIGs, the MAGs, and Finney uh, uh, also gave us examples of uh, how this can be beneficial for our customers. Now, for everyone who's listening to this podcast, Shilpa, how can they get more information on Integration Advisor? What are the different channels and assets that are already available there? Sure. Uh, to all our listeners, uh, SAP really invests a lot in providing learning materials to our customers. And we, as part of product management team, are really responsible for our product and customer success. We offer both low-touch and high-touch enablement programs for our customers, partners, consultants to learn and become experts in SAP Cloud Platform Integration Advisor. Some of the low-touch enablement options are the Open SAP course. So we had launched this course last year in 2019. Uh, the heading was Simplify Integration using SAP Cloud Platform Integration Suite. And we are also working on a new course which will focus on uh, Cloud Platform Integration and Integration Advisor, which will be released in July timeframe and will be open for registration in June. Mm -hmm. So I would really request you all to register and take benefit of this course, which is free of cost. Mm -hmm. Then we have a couple of videos. Uh, as part of SAP Academy and uh, SAP Learning Hub, which is EKT. We also conduct a lot of webinars, monthly webinars. We have newsletter, which gives you the opportunity to, to get the latest updates. And we are really active on SCN community, a lot of blogs, a lot of questions which are answered. So take advantage of that. Coming to high-touch enablement options, we have customer advisory programs for our partners, customers, internal stakeholders, Many on-site trainings are provided by SAP Education, so leverage that. And also SAP offers consulting services, but of course it is paid. Of course. So these are a couple of collaterals which we have and which our learners can take benefit of. Oh, that's, that's actually a, a very big list. I think uh, there's a lot of different channels from where they can try out the integration advisor. Yeah, uh, coming to the try part of it, uh, is there any plans to have this on trial? Yes, uh, we do plan to have it on trial, but as of now, uh, it is under work. So okay. currently, we have only CPI on CF, which is available for trial. And uh, to in addition, if really our learners want to try it out, they should uh, register to our Open SAP course, where we will give them free offering and they can try their hands on. That's great. I think this is a very good benefit that they can kind of uh, learn as and also get a hands-on experience of what they are getting and uh, and a flavor uh, and this can also become a good uh, rationale for our customers and partners who are thinking of the positives of say purchasing the enterprise edition of cloud platform integration 
I think that was a, a very informative session as always. Um, uh, thanks Shilpa, thanks Fini for coming here and uh, giving us an overview of this. And uh, yes, I, I definitely know that they will be back here on the podcast to give us more information of uh, um, what's new in certain services or totally new services that are coming into the SAP Cloud Platform Integration Suite. So I want to thank on behalf of all our listeners, Shilpa and Fini. Thank you guys. Thank you, everyone. It was our privilege uh, talking to you. Thanks, Manjunath. Thank you. Back to the podcast. Well, that was a very informative episode, wasn't it? I would really like to thank Friederike, our latest addition to the podcast team, for doing the What's New piece. And I'm sorry that it took such a long time for us to come up with the first episode of 2020. But don't fear, we will be back with our rhythm and you will have the April episode, episode number 60, right in rhythm, right in routine, starting next month. So in these times, I can only sign off by saying, please stay safe, stay healthy. See you on the other side. Bye. Thanks for listening to the SAP Cloud Platform Podcast. In case you are interested to learn more about SAP Cloud Platform, visit our homepage at cloudplatform.sap.com. The SAP Cloud Platform Podcast is powered by OpenSAP. OpenSAP is SAP's innovative learning platform and the thought leader for enterprise massive open online courses. It provides you with an engaging and effective learning experience through gamification and by connecting you with other learners and SAP experts. OpenSAP courses are free of charge and are offered in English. Enroll today in one of our OpenSAP courses at open.sap.com. Thanks a lot and see you!